The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and what has been quite an exciting match day one of the 2022-23 Premier League season. Match day one is officially in the books. Well, you know, I talk about the excitement, the results uh, of certain games, you know, did not go quite the way I ever would have anticipated, but uh, it's all about the element of surprise, and when it comes to the EPL, to say that we're always in for a surprise each week, ladies and gentlemen, well, that would be one hell of an understatement. I mean, surprise number one, and honestly, some might say it's not really a surprise because Manchester United has a habit of embarrassing themselves, but... As I said in the previous episode, considering the fact that Brighton had beaten Manchester United at Old Trafford for the first time ever, that would be surprise number one. Surprise number two, Bournemouth beating Aston Villa. Surprise number three, I probably should have mentioned this one first, is Liverpool tying against Fulham 2-2. Wow. Considering the fact that Fulham was the one who actually took the lead in in the 32nd minute, and at one point, he had to lead twice over Liverpool. Huh. That's actually the, the pretty interesting part. And Liverpool managed to salvage the game in the 80th minute to make it 2-2. Two two. But the fact that not once but twice Fulham was leading Liverpool, well, there's another surprise right there. So now basically it's justifiably solidified when I'm not exaggerating that we're always in for surprises each week. All right? Of course, Newcastle beating Nottingham Forest, well... I don't know what to say really much about that as far as that being a surprise. Uh, you know, Everton, you know, and Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea winning 1-0, to and I believe Chelsea beat Everton at Goodison Park for the first time since, I believe, 2017. So, yeah. A lot of surprises right there, huh? But you know what? Good start so far, and I think it's worth discussing. Uh, usually, uh, back at, uh, there's a lot of times where we, I would just discuss the EPL a week with my good friend and my, and my mentor, Mr. Steve Adams. But, and don't you worry, folks. I am working on getting Steve back on this show as quickly as I can. But don't you worry. Steve will, in fact, be back. So just don't worry. It will happen. And I will let you know when it does. I promise. All right. Well, I went through match day one. You know, Crystal Palace against, against Arsenal, excuse me, at home. Well... The game, you know, I kind of knew Arsenal would win, but, you know, seeing how the game went, you know, 
like that. I kind of expected you know to be so hard fought, but you know, what, what, you know Arsenal, you know, getting an own, getting uh, on the board, you know, making getting on the board, you know, two zero through an own goal, but Gabriel Martinelli scoring for them in the twentieth minute, like that, and you know, seeing you know Martinelli alongside Gabriel Jesus and uh, Saka, you know, in the in the front three. You kind of knew you were going to see something special from the Arsenal attack. And you got, you know, Saka, Thomas, and Odegaard, you know, in the midfield as well with a very respectable defense. So, you know, I, I really feel like Arsenal's this season is certainly going to be in, um, going to be one of the surprising teams. And, I, and I'm honestly really kind of hoping Arsenal can actually finish in the top four because, you know, Arsenal has been a team I've watched for so long. So, and they're definitely exciting. And, They've gone through such a period of drought and disappointment that, you know, and honestly, I've said that I really don't like seeing them like this. I mean, of course, supporters of other teams, you know, like Liverpool and et cetera, they love seeing Arsenal being in disarray. But in my case, you know, when you're like me, when you don't have a favorite club, you just appreciate and love the game the way I do. You just love watching everybody. You kind of know what it's you, – you kind of basically understand me from my perspective. Like – like that, so you want to? You, you, I want to see like the heavyweights. You'll be good. I want to see all the competition in the world in, in the EPL. And that's how I feel. Like I want to see at least five clubs. You know, contend. You know, for for the for the first place for the top. So that's what it's about. Because you know, it's the EPL. The EPL is the most competitive league in the world. I mean, we want to see the heavy competition. We truly want to see it. We don't want to see Manchester City easily win the EPL. Although a lot of people will say are saying that's going to happen. So. Arsenal's off to a good start, and I'll definitely go look look through the standings, you know, like that. And spoke about Liverpool and Fulham already. That Fulham and Liverpool f- finishing two to two, definitely uh, never saw that coming. But again, you know, I should mention that the highlight of that talking point is the fact that not once but twice, <laughs> Fulham was beating Liverpool. So, so li- Liverpool kind of basically got a. I hope they kind of learn from this because you know they're gonna the Liverpool's gonna have to understand as great as they are they can't go out there underestimating uh, their opponents. I mean, so I think you know some might say Liverpool might have been a bit arrogant. I'm like I don't know if I want to say they were arrogant. I mean they definitely underestimated Fulham. There's no doubt about it. But I think what blows me away is <laughs> I I I I could have sworn. I mean one of the guys from Stoppage Time FC actually said this that Jurgen Klopp said that the pitch was dry. I'm like, okay, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. I mean, I'm really curious to know the opinion and thoughts of my good friend and my mentor, Steve Adams, who, as you know, is a diehard Liverpool supporter. So, Jurgen Klopp's saying that the, the the pitch was dry. I mean, yeah. I mean, I really don't know what Steve has to say because, again, I, I really don't want to put words in his mouth. But but I'm pretty sure Steve, you know, if, if I, since we all know Steve, you know as well as we do, especially me, Steve would would make these would make that kind of excuse. He would just say that you know Liverpool didn't get the job done, and, and they and they were fortunate enough that this game ended up in a tie, because it could have very well ended up in a loss. So that's uh, pretty much it. So Bournemouth and Aston Villa, well, well, it's, you know, Bournemouth, you know, back in the EPL after they were after they spent the previous season. In the in the second tier, you know, it, it didn't take them long to actually get on the scoring uh, on, the, on the scoreboard. They did it within two minutes, and then it was the deal was sealed in the 80th minute. And Aston Villa got shut out. You know, we had three shots on target for Bournemouth, and two of them actually went in. So, and you know, two shots on target for Aston Villa, but you know, couldn't score. And Aston Villa had a total of 15 shots, and only two were on target. And Aston Villa had 66 percent 
ball possession with over 570 passes. So, yeah, so that happens a lot. You know, a team can dominate ball possession and ball control, but when they don't score, I mean, it, it really doesn't do them any good. So, moving to Newcastle and uh, Nottingham Forest. Well, Newcastle, you know, Nottingham Forest, you know, being in the EPL, in the EPL top five for the first time in, I'm not, I'm not sure exactly how long, but... You know, this game kind of looked like you know it, it was going to be a, a draw for a while until the 58th minute when Newcastle got on the board and then made it two nothing. You know, 20, uh, 20 minutes later. So, looking at that, you know, the fact that Nottingham Forest had no shots on no shots on target out of five shots total, zero were on target, while Newcastle had ten shots on target. So, so in Newcastle's case, I mean, the result certainly could have been better. While in Nottingham Forest's case, I mean, it could have been a whole lot worse, but. And so overall, Newcastle United took the win. So Newcastle's, you know, them winning the first game in the season, I mean, we'll see how the rest of the season plays out. I mean, especially, you know, with all the change of ownership that we saw last season. Well, this is where things really get interesting. Now we see Tottenham versus Southampton. Hmm. Oh, Tottenham 4-1. to one. I mean, I think, can we say that Tottenham honestly had the best result of the out of week one, I mean, some might say it's it's a debate between Tottenham's four to one win over Southampton or Manchester City beating West Ham two nothing at home. Well, excuse me, Manchester City being beating two nothing on the road. I mean, West Ham United was the home team, but anyway, I digress. But anyway, <laughs> had a little bit of a brain fart. Yeah, so Manchester City was actually on the on the road, but you know, seeing Tottenham, you know, win like that, like that you know. Considering the fact that you know Southampton actually scored the first goal of the game, <laughs> they scored within twelve minutes, and then about nine minutes later, Tottenham equalizes, and then after that, it, it, it all goes uh, Tottenham's way. So, so, so you know, and Tottenham, believe it or not, you know, an early peek at the standings, Tottenham is already on is already on top of the EPL standings, and and I'll give the the, the full rundown, you know, uh, once I go through all the rest of the games, but. Uh, Again, you're talking about the surprising uh, results, especially in the standings. I mean, that's what it's all about. So, so now moving forward to Everton and Chelsea. Well, I mean, and talk about talk about a dull game. I mean, Chelsea, you know, winning one zero. You know, with Jorginho, you know, converting a penalty in, in the in the ninth minute ninth minute of entry time at the first half. You know, so overall for Chelsea, you know, looking at the lineup. You know, seeing you know, yeah, Kai Havertz, Raheem Sterling, and Mason Mountain in the front three. It was definitely for me. I mean, Christian Pulisic not starting the game uh, kind of really has me uh, a little bit bummed. But you know, I guess it it is what it is, right? But Christian Pulisic did end up uh, coming in to the game, so it looked like that. But this game tr- truly just absolutely dull. I mean. I, I I couldn't I couldn't you know imagine myself you know, watching this game and just being completely bored. But and Chelsea got the win, and again I I think the main highlight of this game is uh, Chelsea beating Everton uh, at home for the first time. I mean, excuse me, beating Everton on the road. Another brain fart. Beating Everton on the road for the first time since I believe 2017. And you know, seeing Everton utilize such a unique you know uh, lineup. You know, five defenders with four midfielders and one lone striker. Some might say, no wonder Chelsea had a difficult time, right? Huh. That would certainly seem to be the case, but 
You know, Chelsea, 15 shots total, six of which were on target. I mean, yeah, I think I think that Dexy kind of solidifies it. No wonder Chelsea had a hard time. Five defenders. Five defenders. I mean, how often do you see that? I mean, honestly, quite frankly, you probably don't see it very often. But sometimes, you know, when you're going against a powerhouse against Chelsea and you're Everton, perhaps, you know, having a five defender set, I mean, hey, you know what? You might as well go for it because, you know, drastic times call for drastic measures, right? So... I feel like Everton did what they had to do, but Chelsea still managed to get the win, although Chelsea only got on the board via penalty. I mean, I guess that's definitely something to look at. So I think if it wasn't for the penalty, this game could, could have certainly ended up being in a draw, and it certainly would have been a win for Everton. But but Chelsea gets the three points you know, off of a penalty. Again, you know, converted by Jorginho. So, 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 so Chelsea, yeah, rough day, but they they got got away with the win. And, of course, we, we'll go to Leicester City and Brentford, which I did briefly speak about, considering the fact that after the after 46 minutes, Leicester City had a comfortable 2-0 lead, only for Brentford to uh, score two unanswered goals. So and that's why Manchester United better watch out for Brentford. You know, considering the fact that Brentford had three shots on targets and two of them went in, Leicester City had five shots on target. Only two of, of them were able to go for goals. So, yeah, got to watch out for Brentford. I mean, Manchester United, hey, I would not be surprised if Brentford embarrassed the hell out of Manchester United next week. <laughs> I mean, Manchester United could be 0-3 after three games. I mean, hate to say this, but uh, you all know it's realistic. You all know it's it could very well happen. So now we get to Manchester City and West Ham. I mean, Erling Holland scoring that brace... Uh, Tell you, Erling Holland is already beginning to do great things for Manchester City. So I mean, this is probably why a lot of people have Manchester City easily winning the EPL. Although I really want to seize the competition, but uh, there's no doubt in my mind that Erling Holland is going to be the huge difference maker for uh, for the citizens this uh, season. I mean, the front three you got Phil Foden, Erling Holland, and Jack Grealish in the front three. Then you had De Bruyne, Gundogan, and Rodri in, in the midfield. I was saying, like, you know, like, <laughs> Silva and Riyad Mahrez. You know, Riyad Mahrez being on the bench is a little bit surprising. But, anyway, you know, Manchester City, 2 nothing, and kind of taking a, a deeper look at the statistics. Check this out. So, Manchester United scores two goals. Y'all want to know how many shots on tar- target they had? Take a wild guess. Two. Manchester City, two shots on target. They made them count each time. They made them count both times, so as we got to give Manchester City credit for that. Despite the fact the 14 shots total, but the two which were on target both counted. West Ham United only had one shot on target, which did not go in. That total of six shots and only 24% ball possession. So, yeah, Manchester Manchester City, you know, that was all over West Ham United. So, I mean, Manchester City basically kind of picking up where they left off as far as the EPL goes from last season. And, and Manchester City, more than anything... And I do mean more than anything, they want to win the Champions League. I mean, this season, again, they're, they're a favorite, and it's interesting. I have Manchester City as a potential favorite, but I refuse to rule Paris Saint-Germain as a legitimate favorite, even though both teams, you know, have that money and buying all the players. I mean, Manchester City, I mean, Manchester City tends to put up the good results, even though every now and then they kind of put up the shitty results and they ultimately come up short, but... Uh, Manchester City tend to do actually have a bit of a more of an impact than Paris Saint-Germain. So, so but, but regardless, you know, even if Manchester City wins it this season, at the end of the day, uh, the overall track record and, and reputation of the fact that they chased the title for so long, and they finally won it. Everything everyone's going to ask Manchester City, and I, you know, basically, what took you so long? So, 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure my, my boy Joe uh, Maver is not happy to hear me say that. Uh, but sorry, Joe, it's nothing personal. It's just, the, it's just the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me, God. So anyway, so now we get to the... Uh, before we get to the standings, I'll like, take a look at the stats. Well, there's, the, there's already a three-way tie for, for the top scorer as uh, Alexander Mitrovic of Fulham is tied alongside Erling Haaland and Pascal Grob. With two, with all, all the three have two goals, and Darwin Nunes has one goal already, so... So there's really not much to say about the stats already as far as top goals scored. As far as assists, um, a lot of players, you know, it's all at once. So so the stats, really, there's really nothing to go on, but I just thought I'd, I'd mention it. Now, looking at the uh, standings, uh, you got Tottenham on top with Bournemouth in second. And then you got Arsenal in third and Manchester, Manchester City in fourth with Newcastle in fifth. Now, looking deep, I mean, Manchester City, excuse me, Manchester United is already in 13th place with Liverpool just right above them in 12th place with one point. So the fact that Liverpool is below Leicester City, Fulham, and Brentford, Leeds United, and Brighton, I mean, that's definitely got to, that's really got to, that's really got to cause an itch under the skin of Liverpool supporters, but it's only one game. So Liverpool is definitely going to get out of this. I mean, Manchester, Manchester United, probably not, but Liverpool is definitely going to get out of it. And Chelsea, you know, being in eighth place, I mean, I mean, it's 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 only one it's only one game, so there's really nothing to nothing to go on. So I'm pretty sure some are probably asking why I'm, why I'm bothering, you know, even going through the standings. But I think going through the standings because we're talking about the element of surprise. I feel like going through the standings is honestly kind of the right thing to do. But you know, again, there's nothing really to say. But just to go through them like that, do it quickly. I thought it I thought it'd be worth it because I would. It's just it's just so kind of uh, interesting to see both Liverpool and Manchester United you know, being that low and being that that close to each other. But again, it's one game, and there's no doubt that Liverpool and Chelsea will definitely climb the climb out out of this hole already. It's just one game, but uh, unfortunately for Manchester United, eh, not so much. So anyway, that's gonna kind of do it for uh, the recap of the EPL match day one. And before I let you go, I'd like to give the messages from my sponsors and to remind everybody that Into the Net FC is proudly partnered with Fanatics. Fanatics is your number one place for fan apparel. Fanatics offers over 500,000 items from all the top brands in the world, including Major League Soccer as well as the European Soccer Leagues. So if you're looking to shop at Fanatics, just use Into the Net FC's link, which is in the description. You can start shopping immediately as well as take advantage of the best deals in the world. And for all you pro wrestling fans out there, WWEShop.com is now part of the Fanatics experience. So if you're looking to shop at WWEShop.com through Fanatics, take advantage of the best deals, just use the link in the description and you can get your pro wrestling merch today. And Internet FC is also partnered with Fans Idea. Fans Idea is where you design your own team jerseys for as low as $24.99. In a matter of seconds, through customizable templates, you can have your own custom jerseys. So start now. Design the perfect high quality, it's fast and easy, and no skills are required. So if you're ready to start customizing your own sportswear, just find the link in the description, and you can create your own work of art immediately. And finally, Into the Net FC is also partnered with Paramount+. Plus. Paramount Plus allows you to stream the Champions League, the Europa League, and the Europa Conference League. Plans start at $4.99 per month, and you can cancel anytime. You subscribe now, you get a free trial. So if you're looking to sign up, just use the link in the description, and you can set up your own Paramount Plus and start binge-watching in just a matter of minutes. And Internet FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. 
Thank you very, very much for joining me today, and I will see y'all next time. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.